Hello and welcome to this week's Fit Finance Sessions. And whilst we've got the usual band of myself, uh, Tom Senegals, Henry Elliston and Tim Webb, um, brightening up the Zoom room, we have Andrea Harrison, who is our in-house mortgage broker as well. Um, starting off though, we are going to talk this week about critical illness. Um, so not a lot of people have life cover, but you're five times more likely to suffer a critical illness um, as opposed to dying. It's going to be a very morbid episode, but um, we'll try and keep it as cheerful as possible. Um, hence why we brought Andrew along. Um, but um, Henry, you've had a couple of claims on that, on that basis recently uh, via critical illness. And whilst that's not nice, um, why don't you sort of explain what happened in those scenarios and, and why it's been a good thing that the clients have taken critical illness out? Yeah, no, absolutely. So I have, funny enough, two claims in the last two months. Um, having, I can't remember the last time I had a claim, if ever I've had them before. Um, but but two people actually, and, and relatively young. Um, uh, one lady in her in her, I think, forty four, and and a chap who's forty six. So, um, so not old by any stretch of the imagination. But fortunately, they've taken out a fairly significant sum of critical illness cover some time ago. Um, the lady, very sadly suffered or is suffering has suffered from breast cancer uh, happily it was operated on very very soon after it was discovered um and, and fingers crossed she's in the all clear now but the great news is and, and especially for her it was brilliant she had just handed her notice in for the company that she was working for um, and is setting up her own venture now whilst having breast cancer is not great by any stretch of the imagination what it has done is it's afforded her this lump of money now to make sure that she can take the time off work to properly recuperate um, from this from this condition, um, and then she can go to she can go and set about setting up her new job. And of course, without it, what would have happened was that she would still have handed the notice in, and then she'd have this lump would have been discovered. But then she would have been almost obligated to start straight away getting into this new role, this new self-employed job that she's setting up, um, without actually taking a step back and saying that let's. Let's let the scar heal. Um, so for her, it's been for her, it's been brilliant. Um, <clears throat> the second chap, interestingly, and I think you'll talk about this more in a bit, but for the second chap, it hasn't been quite so good. So he has, he had, he took out his life, his uh, critical policy a, a, a long time ago, and we hadn't been back to review it. Um, he had a heart palpitation, and he's had stents put into his heart. But the con the conditions that were laid out on his critical illness policy. Were that he must have a heart attack um, before there'd be any payout. Um, so there's less severity included on it. And I'm not entirely sure whether or not it would have been severe under current definitions as well. But for him, I don't think he's going to get any payout because he hasn't had a bad enough heart attack. So he would have been, he definitely wouldn't have been better off waiting for the, for the not to have the stent put in. He was definitely best to have that. But really, he needed the condition to worsen before, before there was any payout. But fingers crossed, hopefully now the stents work for him and, and he'll be fit and healthy. And as with all insurance, you know, hopefully he'll never have to claim from it because that's that's the best thing with these things, isn't it? Even if you have had to pay the premium for all that time. Yeah, and I think I think it's worth, even if you've got cover, it's worth reviewing what you're covered for. Some policies aren't um, very good at covering a lot of illnesses. Some um, uh, offer really extensive cover or severity-based base cover so regardless of whether you've got it in place or not it's it's worth worth doing but i think that just highlights 
money doesn't buy you happiness just because you get a payout doesn't mean you're going to be happy that you've a um, received one of those conditions I guess but it does give you choice and I think um, gives you the choice to not be forced into any decision making process gives you the time to take out from life not having to work recovering properly um, and maybe some, for some people, I think it's a wake-up call when they, they do have a heart attack because they've been working too much. It allows them to, gives them the freedom to breathe, to take their life in a, in a different direction. But in terms of um, choices on the policy itself, Tim, what choices does the, the client have at outset about how the policy set up and what's, what's available to them? Yeah, so there's all sorts of bells and whistles really that you can attach to, to, to policies, but arguably the most pertinent one at outset is whether or not um, the premiums themselves are going to be on a guaranteed basis or a reviewable basis. So there's two two different avenues they can go down. Um, rather simply, I have to say, that guaranteed is, is typically the better one, um, but just to explain a the difference briefly, guaranteed is where um, the premium may be slightly higher initially, but it'll be um, guaranteed, so say the same, fixed for the, for the term of the policy, um, and reviewable um, can reviewable policies can be slightly cheaper initially than every three, um, three or five years. I think it depends on the on particular uh, policy and provider itself. Essentially, that gets reviewed, um, and more often than not, goes up over over time. Um, generally speaking, guaranteed is is normally the way to go. Um, reason being, quite simply, for budgeting. You know. Everybody has their own spreadsheet or should have their own spreadsheet or the, the monthly outgoings and what have you. It's just very far easier to, to budget for it. You know, if it's a policy over 20, 30 years, who knows what sort of outlay you could be putting out uh, in a decade's time for that kind of plus uh, 20 months illness, I'm sure. But um, yeah, that's that's the main one. There is also something else with waiver of premium um, or WOP, W-O-P, as it may have seemed preferred into, in, your, in your policy documents. Um, well, simply again, essentially this is just uh, the insurance um, life office uh, giving the option for, for them to cover the premiums if you can't pay them through through um, sickness and you're not working you can't you can't pay them for whatever reason um, typically it only adds up a you know, couple of quid on top of the, the monthly premium so it's definitely worth bolting on uh, if you see it there as, as an option yeah definitely i think um i come i came across a, a case recently that had been on on a reviewable um uh, basis and i think we speak to our clients about guaranteed premiums all the time. I don't think we really touch uh, reviewable policies um, just because the, the jumps can be quite severe. And, and again, um, taking out waiver of premium just provides that extra layer of um, protection. If you, if you do lose your job, at least your premiums are going to be covered in, in the meantime, isn't it? Um, now, critical illness isn't always um, the first thing on people's minds when they wake up in, in the morning, but um, the key... Um, one of the key times to, to review it is purchasing a, a house. And um, Andrew, as our in-house mortgage broker, um, do you find a lot of people are reviewing their policies when they come to purchase properties? Or what are the sort of conversations you have um, when people are purchasing properties in terms of, of cover and protection? Uh, certainly it is something that we do, we do discuss. Um, but when people are purchasing properties, perhaps they're looking at the uh, financial side of things and hadn't considered the critical illness element. Uh, but really, it's it's so important to do. Uh, purchasing a property is probably going to be one of the biggest purchases we make within a lifetime. And uh, should the worst happen and uh, an applicant get a, a critical illness, 
they don't need the added stress of how they're going to pay the mortgage. So ultimately, they're going to have to carry on working uh, to pay that, whereas if they'd taken out a critical illness policy, uh, they, touching on what you said earlier, it would give them opportunity to recoup, uh, for the family to continue with the lifestyle in which they're used to. Uh, so it is really important uh, to look at the, the critical illness side, uh, as well as the life insurance side of things. Yeah, and I think, um, I think too often people are stretching their budgets to purchase that house, but um, maybe it's worth, for example, speaking to people like yourself to maybe look at, is there a way I can change the mortgage term rather than um, to allow myself a bit more protection budget, um, or at least have something rather than, than nothing. Even if you cover half the mortgage, that's going to take a lot of, a lot of the pressure off. Um, but it is expensive, but you don't want to be the person left with a, a big mortgage on the dream home. And then suddenly that dream home is, is more, more a burden than a, than a, a dream lifestyle um, opportunity. And uh, I think the, the other thing is there are different levels of cover depending on what you want to do. And I think chatting to one of us here in the team, we can find something that fits to a budget where you're quite often I see clients where they're really well covered perhaps in life cover, particularly if they've got additional work benefits, but maybe don't have so much critical illness or don't have income protection. I think it's about trying to find um, a good balance across all these different policies rather than being um, very rich if you're dead, but unfortunately you're probably a bigger expense if you're alive, but um, severely injured, um, unfortunately. Um, but good, I think um, that's a good overview. Um, hopefully that's not too depressing, um, but if it is, um, then get some cover and at least uh, you, you won't have to worry about it so much. Um, until then, um, uh, we'll see you next week. Um, hopefully Squidge returns at some point, <laughs> Squidge Tim's rabbit, but, um, and we'll keep asking, but uh, we'll, we'll wait and see if Squidge makes an appearance in, in future episodes. Um, until then, see you later. Bye.